Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello. Good morning. I think it's the first time I've talked today. It's, it feels early, but I'm ready to start this day. Damn it. God, I've got a full schedule today. And then it clears out. No, it's full the whole day. Who cares? Who cares? I can do it. I can do anything. No, I can't. I might. Uh, I might cry today in terms of like, I can't get it all done. No one's helping me. I'm have I'm on the brink of one of those, Noah, which is just not true. Everyone's helping me. I literally have an assistant living with me who's doing everything. Like, it's just, it's just one of those days where you open the trash and you see a bunch of cans in the trash and you go, we have recycling in this. I'm making oatmeal and I'm like waiting for it to heat up and I see the cans in the trash and I'm like who's going to take out this trash? And I'm just like, not going to be me. I'm paying for this place. I don't want to clean this kitchen. I don't want to do any, like I'm having those kind of thoughts, which are like, you know, not fair just cause I'm, I should still take out the trash and like do stuff like that. And, but I just, it's like those, like those things that I can just let go where I open the trash and there's eight cans, which whoever did that didn't know that we had recycling, but 
who doesn't have recycling? That is such a pet peeve of mine. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. When people put glass or aluminum cans in the trash. Yes. It's, it, it just takes up so much trash and it's so, it's so lazy. It's like, and I'm talking softly because someone who did it is somewhere in this house asleep. It was either Andrew, it was Emil. I think it was Emil because he cleaned up cans last night because he was being a, a nice guest. But I'm like, Emil, you're 23. Like, you should know better about recycling and saving the earth. Like, isn't this what you all care about more than we do? People who are decades or more younger than us. But no, cans in the trash, cans in the trash, cans in the trash. Um, yeah, pet peeves. Like, it's like when I'm in a bad mood, little things like that can tick me off in a way that is just, I need, I need to calm down, as Taylor Swift would say, because it's not that big of a deal. It's just like, we can just take the cans out and put them somewhere else and then go, hey guys, the recycling's over here. But the thing is, the recycling's full already. And that's not why the cans didn't go in. I put the cans in the recycling and now the recycling's full. And now I'm just waiting because I don't want my assistant to do it because that's not her job to technically take off the trash. I want Andrew or Emil to do it, but I don't want to have to ask them because then they'll go, where does it go? And I'll go, you figure it out. Like, I don't know this house any more than you do. It's a thing that can happen. Go fi- First of all, I'm already having arguments with two people that even, that didn't say either of this. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> this is helping me work through things. This is like therapy, honestly. I was talking about this yesterday. I know that I, everyone's like, Nikki, you need an assistant. Cause I keep saying that like the, for when I get married or something, I want either, like I want a husband that like can do this shit or I need a, a live-in maid because I, I work too hard to clean and I know that everyone's like listening is like, so do I. And I know you do. I don't want to take out the trash on a day where I literally have six different over hour long things in which I have to be very on and like, and I don't want to be a completely lazy piece of shit that doesn't do anything myself, but like, I, it's, I'm just feeling a lot of resentments today and for no reason I'm the one that offered to pay for everything so no one I didn't say it as like this is contingent on you taking care of me everyone I'm right. putting up so wh- wh- why do I do this to myself I know this is relatable because I see it happen in every person's relationship that I know that lives with people that like cleaning becomes a thing and it's like I don't want I don't want to do it but I, but when you're I'm doing this thing that like I always got mad when my dad would be like I my dad never held that over to my mom that he was the sole breadwinner of our family like my mom didn't make any money when we were growing up now she like has side gigs and stuff but like he never was like I work all day I want it vacuumed like she just did it and he never you know held it over her head and I really respected that I I feel like there's some kind of unspoken rule when I'm paying for everything and paying for lunch and dinner and these like amazing dinners that I don't care that I'm paying for them. I like that my friends are eating good food with me at good places, but like maybe there's like you would, but, but that's not, it's not a part of the deal. So if I want it done, I have to make it a part of the deal. I have to sit down and go, listen, I do all this and I expect this and this and this because of that and that's my problem so resentment's lifted not really still mad look at it as as setting boundaries right 
Yes. Not expectations, but boundaries. I need to be better with those. You know, everyone needs to be better with boundaries, but like, I'm just trying to be good about acknowledging my frustrations, like, and not flipping out and being like, and going off the handle about whatever it is. Actually, both these guys, there's, it's, uh, it's nothing. If I need a thank you for everything I do, then why am I doing it? I'm not, I'm really not doing it for that. I'm doing it because I want to eat good food with my friends and I want them to have good food too. And I can afford it. So it's good. And I want to stay in a nice place and I want my friends here to hang out with me in between like the five seconds I have in between zoom calls with Jimmy Fallon's producers or whatever it is. That's why they're here. They're not here to, you know, me having them like me being able to boss them around. But like today, uh, we were talking about Andrew was going through, we were eating oatmeal out in the pied de terre that I have here. We are going through, Andrew was like playing me voicemails of people cause he's obsessed. So all of you guys that are leaving voicemails, Andrew is hearing all of them. He can't stop. And I go, by the way, you know, and he keeps telling me things that mispronounced like someone mispronounced the word, um, God, what was it? It was good. Fatigue. Someone was reading the word fatigue in a class and the guy said fatigue. <laughs> and we were laughing and I was like, that's so good. And he's like, I go, but you understand we have a segment for that, right? Like we have listener mail that's coming up. And he was like, yeah, but like, can we like maybe talk about it? And I go, talk to Noah about it. Like, I don't want, like, you know, I'm down for anything. Like that's your job to go talk to like, just why do I have to do everything? Do you know what I'm saying? But I guess him running it by me is a nice idea. But like, just so you know, there's a heads up, Noah, that Andrew might be coming to you about having some way that we can read all the cuz that we've gotten. Because we usually do collection of cuz. We have a lot yes. of cuz backed up. We have a lot of, Andrew says we have a lot of pictures, which might be harder to describe. So maybe we should post them on our Instagram. I'm just like, I can't. I don't know what to tell you right now, Andrew. Uh, just talk to Noah. And he's always chomping at the bit to tell me so many things. My point sounds, is, Noah, yeah. yes, please. It sounds like you appreciate when people take initiative from what I'm collecting in here. When they you just, just want- do it without asking and I don't have to give yeah. them a pass to do it. But then sometimes they do it and they put the recycling in the trash. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes they do, they take it upon themselves to clean up the cans and then I have to take the cans out of the dirty recycling and they're like dripping and gross and carry them to the recycling, which is full. And that's where I fucking lose my mind. But again, it's about communicating. It's not about whispering on a podcast <laughs> with <laughs> Andrew, like right down the hall. Andrew is literally <laughs> in the next room. Emil's upstairs sleeping. <laughs> And it's just like, this is, let me just say, it has been really fun having a house with my friends. And this is way better of a stay in another place than being in a hotel. Way better. This is the ideal life is to live in a house with my friends. It's like real world. Um, Except the hot tub is across the parking lot. Next to the guest house where the owner of this house is staying. He's His name is Roland. He's like a... 70 something year old man i'm guessing he looks great for his age he's like kind of hot it's very confusing that this old man is hot and he points at everything with a flashlight even when it's light outside and the hot tub it closes at 10 and it is the temperature of a 
cup of tea that has been left out for three hours. It's like, it's not, but anyway, that is, it is the best experience staying here with friends. And let's get one of those friends in here. It's Andrew Collin. Thanks for letting me vent before he gets here. I don't think I'll ever hear this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. 
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hey, Andrew. Good morning, What's Nikki. up, Limpy Magoo? You limped over here. What'd you do? You know, when you limp, you it, sometimes I feel like when people limp, they just want attention. You're like over limping. You're not actually in pain. And uh, I never would think that for you. Yeah, because I don't, I don't. I mean, you do a lot of things for attention, but I don't think a limp is one of them. I think the limp is the last kind of attention you want because you want to seem young and like oh, spry and stop fit. telling the truth. I mean, that's true. The a limp is the last thing you would be showing off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. you, you know. I well, I yeah, I tore my hammy the other day. I was running to impress the girl. Did I, we talk about it on here? I don't think so. Uh, uh, oh, so Noah, I yeah, Noah says no. You know, I'm dating this younger girl who's 25, turning 26 soon. Um, so we're closer in age, and people should not give me shit for. Her. Someone said she looks like my daughter when I put a video up. I mean, she could be. Let's see. Wait a second. How old? How what's the age difference? I'm 41. She's almost 26. Don't so make she, me do the math. 15. 15 years. Okay, so you definitely could have had a teen mo- teen mom or 15 year old boys pubes. all the time. I don't know if I was coming. I was probably coming. No, yeah, you I definitely probably. could have come. And impregnated someone. Do you remember your first pube? No, I don't. No, I know you were out in the uh, in the field in the, in the front yard, like in the sun, trying to see your pubes because pubes to men meant more than pubes to women. For me, I was like, no, this means I'm like, but boys are gonna like me, want to stick their penis in me. I was terrified of being sexual, sexually attractive. All or, like, I wanted was one pube. I literally would. I. There was because what would happen is in eighth Here grade, like Jeff's. There you oh, go. Thank you. I just plucked one for you. <laughs> I just, just ate kidding. It. I don't have any. <laughs> I'm just getting I'm on ready to teeth. go. Just- <laughs> <laughs> we did it. And high five. High pubes. <laughs> high pubes. So, um, yeah, and I just want because there was always that. Remember that kid that would go away for summer in eighth grade and then come back. He would be a foot taller because he went through puberty. Mm-hmm. He had a little bit of a mustache. He drove like a four wheeler now to school. He had a switchblade. Like mm-hmm. he was so cool. Yes. And every kid wanted to be him, and all the girls liked him because he was the only one with fucking pubes and probably somewhat of a thicker cock. Yeah. So I wanted to be that guy. Oh, so I was in the in the grass. This guy. Uh-huh. I was in the grass it, looking in the. I got the highest amount of sunlight. And I was looking for my pubes, and I. <laughs> you did. You got a magnifying glass, and we're like singeing it. You're like <laughs> <laughs> the brightest light you could find. It's like burnt a hole in your. <laughs> yeah, I burnt the one. <laughs> your fupa. I, so I, I'm looking, and I'm like hoping it like, uh, like, like harvests, like you know, like a farmer wishes like for you a need harvest. To get it light on it yeah. so that it can grow. <laughs> so I spit on it to get some water oh and some fertilizer and some of my own shit. Yeah, you rubbed Miracle Grow. <laughs> All over it. I look up and my mom is watching all of this. What did you say? She's like, I think I saw five. No, she didn't know that you were looking for pubes. 
did why would she a mother looking at her like i would just think my son was trying to look at his penis in the daylight i wouldn't be like he's looking for pubes she probably because i didn't pull down my pants all the way to my dick maybe she or she thought maybe i would think that maybe he had a, a ingrown hair that he's trying to get better light on no one would think someone's looking for pubes that is just a very <laughs> you thing you were uh, always like my mom knew i was looking for pubes no mother would jump <laughs> to that conclusion i think if your guy you listen to this podcast we were looking for, you were looking to however you could find a pube. Wait a second. Okay, oh, so, so my thigh. Yeah. So anyways, back to that. I I was trying to impress the girl and there was a, I do a class. It's similar to CrossFit. It's called 314 Hit in St. Louis. It's great. It's interval training. and it's, I was, Yeah, it's great, you guys. He just only ripped his fucking hamstring. No or, pain, no gain. And he can't go back. There's only six people in this class. I'm sure this this guy knows what he's doing, but these classes... Where you go from doing a ton of squats and like you damn like you definitely exhaust your legs and at the end of the class you're supposed to run as fast as you can. You get yourself up to a thirteen point four on yeah. one of these treadmills that are self propelling, like not the ones that you push third like True the ones, Runner, they're called. Yeah, so the ones that you like run with your legs. He gets up to thirteen point four miles per hour on a like sprint at the end of this class that's already exhausted you. These classes like are setting you up for injury. And they then, put they put your name and speed on the board. The girl yeah, that Okay, I, so we realized last night the reason Andrew <laughs> It wasn't so that he could impress the girl well, so much. that was part of it. I'm yeah. sure. But the fact that there's a competition in these classes and he's trying to beat this guy that ran 15.1. Is that right? <sighs> yeah. You're not going to ever get up to 15.1. I'm not going to get the 15.1. I think I could have got to, I think. No, you said 14. the other day 13.4 is the fastest you will ever run again <laughs> because of this injury. It was, that was, we're going to take you out back and shoot you now because that That's was what it felt like. That was the best that Seabiscuit ever did. <laughs> <laughs> you, that was your final moment of what they, they could, athletic, yeah. you know, Now when prowess. I see a biscuit, I'm going to eat it and stop running. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Seabiscuit. <laughs> No, dude. Stop and running. So I get, and then it feels like I get shot, and and uh, I'm on the floor. I go on, and and she just got the second vaccine. So I was like, you know, be easy on her. You know, I'm trying to be a. a you said manly. that to the teacher. Yeah, to the teacher, and then next thing you know, I'm on the floor, like about to cry, rolling around. Like I couldn't straighten my leg or bend my leg. I don't know if you've ever torn your hamstring, but. And then the teacher was like, oh, come on, it's fine. Like, he, because he doesn't want to look like he hurt me. Yeah. He's trying to, he doesn't want a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Even um, though he's giving you these classes for free. Hey. What did, did you ever give him anything in return? I asked, I asked, and uh, I asked if he wanted money, and he said no. But oh. I do, re- I honestly, like, I know we're talking a lot. Where you of go, shit, I do. Or you are. The- but hit 314. Or three one four H I I T. It's high interval, uh, high interv- high intensity interval training. I really do. I love them. So I will go right back. Hamstrings but- in incurable tension. <laughs> That's what HIT stands for. Hamstrings. Uh, Why don't you come to a class with me? Incurable trauma is what H I I T stands for. No, I don't care. I don't like these classes. You listen up, everyone out there who does spinning classes where you burn 800 calories, these boot camp classes. You're, I'm sorry, I'll never do them again. I will do them for fun, just as like a fun one off challenge. I will never be someone who goes to these classes three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times a week. I know you're out there, people addicted to exercise. You're addicted to exercise. You only exercise so you can eat. I've been there before. I'm not getting on that fucking hamster wheel again where it's like hamstring oh, wheel. The hamstring wheel. 
I'm not getting on it where I burn. You're not supposed to burn 800 calories in one session. The only reason these classes are invented is because Americans are gluttonous and we consume 800 calories in one setting. Get your food addiction issues under control and you can go on leisurely walks for exercise or you can do exercise that actually like you want to do. I understand if some people like spinning classes and they like to scream and go to the music and it feels good. Doing that seven days a week, you're addicted to it and it's not in a good way and you're going to get an injury much like Andrew or it's going to be a stress injury that's going to happen over time. And if you don't, you're Kelly Ripa, but I have a, and you're going to Kelly Ripa your hamstring hamstring. Uh, (laughs) It's just like, I just see these classes. I tell Andrew all the time and I'm not judging because this is coming from a place. And I know I talk a lot about eating disorders and stuff, but I think this is, this is just an acceptable form of an eating disorder of these classes that I don't want to shut down these businesses. I want these people to, and they never will get shut down because the diet and exercise industry is a scam that you're taught. You need to go to a spinning class and like, I'm, I just have to say you can be the weight you want to be and not go to a spinning class So how many days a week day. do you think you should go to a class? I go, I go the- for a run once a week or whenever I feel like it. And sometimes that's four days a week because I need to let out like tension, but it's never because I'm like, Oh my ass is jiggly or it's cause I don't, I feel weak, you know, like I feel, I want to feel stronger. And so it's like, okay, I want to build up my muscle. And it's, it literally is that feeling. It's not me going, I feel weak because I know I haven't worked out for four days. It's me because I'm like, I, my body feels weak. It's not based on the last time I worked out, which if anyone is not lying to themselves about exercising, most, most of your motivation is because I have to, I said I was going to do this four days a week. I must do it. It's good to have a plan, but the reason we all need to take these classes is because we eat too much. And the reason we eat too much is because food is the cheapest drug and it makes you feel really good and it's not regulated. So if you get your drug habit under control, which I'm trying to do with food and have been able to do, I used to work, I used to run four miles a day every single day. And if I skipped a day, I would feel so bad about myself. And then I would skip two days because I'd be like, you know what? Let's just fuck it. I don't even care. Then I would skip three. Then I would not run for months because I, I didn't run for five days in a row. If I ran now, I just wouldn't be as good as I was last time. So I'm not going to run. Then you get into a habit of not running and then you get disgusting again, or you feel disgusting again because your body gets out of shape. Whereas now I'm not perfect, but I don't feel guilt about not working out ever, ever now, ever. It's so a miracle. maybe just do like three days a week. I no, think, you don't need to do any. Just do it when you want to. No, but I think a routine is not bad for your brain. And I think after I you do the workout, you're more calm. You're more relaxed. You feel more confident yes. because you feel better naked. But, you don't have to sleep with a t-shirt on, you know. But um, you can look good naked without doing spin classes. Yeah. I look great naked and I run once a week. And I eat everything I want to eat. I do not deprive myself ever of any food. And I thought it couldn't be a thing that could well, happen. you deprive yourself of carbs, of like... I don't like lasagna. I don't want lasagna. Instead, I want a a jackfruit salad that has beans and flavor and yeah. lots of queso, like vegan queso. Like I eat. I'm just saying, people would say that you. I'm not dep- depriving myself though. But they would say based off they of can their eat lasagna. Diet. Don't eat I'm, all the lasagna. Eat one yeah. serving. That's you know 500 you know calories. Don't eat six servings because you did a workout class early in the morning that makes you think, Oh, I can have another cause I did that spinning class when really it's going to make you have four servings cause you had that spinning class cause you're starving cause you probably didn't eat breakfast before. Yes. Yes. And then you're going to eat four <laughs> servings and then you're going to feel so bad that you're gonna have to do it again tomorrow. And the cycle continues. It's, I know that I'm speaking to literally f- at least 60% of the people listening know exactly what I'm talking about. 
probably more. It's funny. This girl is in the class and she goes, she's gone every day for like 40 days in a row because she's getting, I feel so she's sad getting for her. married. I and feel so sad for anyone losing love, weight like, to get married. How like a, a woman will get, or guys get in shape for they marriage too. too. But then the next time they get in really good shape is they're probably going to leave you. Like, like yes. you get in good shape to get married. That's and so then true. A good shape the next time she divorced. does a 40 and 40, you should watch out. <laughs> she Rick. ain't doing it for you, Jeff. No, no, no. She's doing it for the, the, the guy at uh, work. She has a crush on who, <laughs> the spin instructor. in my opinion, she should just t- be honest about. And uh, then we don't have to go to 40 classes. Uh, all, God, I could keep talking about this forever. Um, let's get to the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh, boy. I, I hope everyone uh, is having fun out there, having all the swells. We sure are up here in this Spanish villa. I'll tell you that. Uh, cool. All right. So, first Did you story. want me to say something? <laughs> What's that? Did you want me to say no, something? No, 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 no. I was doing you no were pause doing on like, purpose. Oh, okay. So, you were doing it like... It was kind of like a fake. You were like, uh, okay, cool. Like you didn't get a response. That's like a stand-up thing of like, how are you guys feeling tonight? Uh, All right, yeah. well, you're not going to give me anything. But there was no one to give you anything unless you want me to give you something in those moments. No, there. I, I was hoping the audience at home was gonna, is in their car going, uh, no, nah, we're not giving. Uh, okay, you know. so you're just preparing for how they received that on their end. Yeah. You're yeah. just, okay. Yeah, I'm talking you're straight to that. the audience, straight to the listener, straight to that IKEA. You know, a Kia, a person in a Kia. Oh, I thought you, you knew Kia I was. makes a great car, by the way. Oh, my God. We drove one in uh, the Caymans and I miss it so much. I miss driving on the other side of the road. I'll tell you that I miss doing that. You could do that here. <laughs> I listen. I have a couple times. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Getting back to St. Louis and driving. I really did do that because for me, when I was in the Cayman Wait, Islands, in my car. No, no, no. Not really. But like <laughs> the thing is, is like when you get when you go to the Cayman Islands and you or Ireland or the UK and you're driving on the other side of the road and you're an American that's trying to adjust over a two-month period that you're living there, you just convince yourself that everything I... Because you get it wrong so many times. You get into the passenger seat so many times when you're trying to get into the driver's seat or whatever it is, that you... In my mind, I go, okay, every... Just convince yourself it's easier... It's easier to remember just the opposite of what is natural than getting on what side to get on. So whatever feels natural, do the opposite of that. That's what I do. Like what I did in the Caymans. So if I wanted to look left to see oncoming traffic, I would just look right and know that that was right. But then all of a sudden that becomes the normal. And then I start doing the opposite of the normal because I'm still on this. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'm still just going opposite instead of, you know, left side of the road. I just go opposite, but now left side of the road is normal. So then I go right side of the road because it's opposite. So I'm all fucked up. It reminds me of when you like make these like ways to remember things. And for me, it's like a thousand times harder. You memorize more things to memorize one thing. Right. But for me, my brain just goes, Nikki, every time you uh, get into the car, it's embarrassing because you open the door and Andrew's already in the driver's seat driving when you think you're getting in the passenger seat. (laughs) So to avoid this, just do the opposite of what you want. It's like the George Costanza. Oh, yeah. When he does the opposite of everything and he realizes it works, he walks up to a g- hot girl at a counter and he's like, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, however, 38, I'm unemployed, I'm bald, and I live with my parents. And she goes, take a seat. <laughs> she's just like, and he looks back at Jerry like, it's working, Jerry. It's working. It's just the opposite works. Yeah, my That's buddy does feel. that with gambling where he'll like, any, he'll, really do, he'll do the opposite honest. of whatever the population does so just, oh, just yeah, pick yeah. against it like because they're generally wrong yeah you know um first first story women are more likely to file divorce than men are you ready for what do you think the percentage of women to men is 
of, of, of filing for divorce? Because this blew my mind at five in the morning when I read it. I mean, I'm guessing because you're presenting that way, I'm guessing it's like seven. 70%. 80%. Of women, women file? Women file more than what men. What is that? I bet it's because... Do they know why? You, yeah, we wrote I down, bet it's yeah. because women... Men are too big of pussies. That's one of them. Okay, to that, like actually take the initiative. They're too scared of... you know, They could be too lazy to meet a lawyer. Well, stuff like that. usually men aren't... the. Like, they have more to lose. Men have more to lose in a divorce than a woman usually because money. of money. Interesting. This is bringing me back to what I was talking about before. I want to get married, and I've been talking about it a lot. Like I would, I I was even talking about this guy that I was into recently. I was like, I just want to date, and then I want to get married for two years. And my everyone's laughing, and like two years. I'm like, yeah, that's a good marriage. It's a good starter marriage. We'll probably last longer than that, but a two year marriage is what I'm down for with a fucking prenup, you know. And I would have it very. But if it's two years, why even get married? Why even bring the government involved? Because I wanna, I wanna try to make it last forever. But my goal is to be married for two years. So is that? So then, if it goes three years, you're happy? Yeah, I want to go as long as possible, but like. I don't expect to be, I don't expect marriage to work because most of the time it doesn't. So it's not, it's actually, I don't approach marriage like, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Please, anyone saying I want to be with you for the rest of your life, you know there's an out. There's an, it's not really a huge commitment. The out is filing for divorce and it's a pain in the ass and there's kids involved and houses and stuff to divide up. But honestly, I don't really like think you're doing that amazing of a thing to be like i want to spend the rest of my life with this woman you can literally duck out at any point divorce whenever my friends are like i hate my husband or uh you know like my marriage we're not even having sex and i go thank god there's divorce i just like remind them like this isn't like you didn't put a bullet in your head like there's an out (laughs) divorce is not like unless both parties are like all right sweet it's never easy. Like my parents' divorce I know lasted like ten years. I get it. Like, I get it that. It cost a ton. Then that's what yeah. I'm saying to people getting married: make it easy because you. D- no one thinks they're going to get divorced. No one. I mean, some people know deep down. Oh, so like might- if you d- if you decide to get divorced, just be like, even before you get before married, you get be married, like, look, get a prenup. Gonna- yeah. What if the guy didn't plan want for the divorce because it' going to happen? People change. What if he didn't want to sign a prenup? Would you marry him? No. No, I'm keeping my money and like that that's ridiculous. No, I wouldn't because anyone that I would marry, I don't care how much we love each other. People sometimes hit their head on an amp at a Iron Maiden show or like a Green October show, whatever the fuck you went to, Noah. Sometimes an amp falls off, they hit their head and then they turn into a psycho. The thing oh, we've seen it things Noah, that happen yeah. with your brain, sometimes you could go swimming in a pond and catch a bacteria that would make someone start like you know, punching your kids, you know, things can happen based on that. You cannot plan for that can change a person's personality or you might meet. I might, I'm sorry. I reserve the right to meet someone that is, if my husband, if I get married, my husband is not really fucking me anymore. Not into me physically, which could happen based on the fact that I'm not going to these spin classes every day and I'm eating normal meals. What if I balloon up and he's not attracted to me? He's totally has a right to do that. Or maybe I get some kind of skin disease that he's like repulsed by because he has like a, a weird, like, you know, like there could be things that happen out of my control that make my husband not want to fuck me. I want to be in a relationship where I get fucked. If that happens, like I want out and I think he should get out. And also if I, if my husband isn't meeting my needs or becomes, you know, has a, a, a bipolar slip where I don't recognize him anymore. Or here's the thing. Here's the one I was really getting out. If I meet someone else that's better than my husband, bye. 
If I, if I am, yeah, but that's I'm sorry. so hard for your husband to live with Listen, knowing that. Future husband, if you're listening, that's why you, sh- but the thing is when I feel loved in a relationship, even a little bit, I don't have eyes for anyone else. So if I develop eyes for someone else, it's because you aren't fulfilling your end of the bargain. And I extend the same thing to you. If you find, if you get a crush on someone else, you let me know. Cause that's going to let me know that I'm not pulling my weight as a woman in the really, as a wife in the relationship. And that I either need to straighten up and fly, right. Or we're broken and we need to go to counseling or we need to just call it quits. What about before, instead of a, as well as a prenup, people have to sign something that they're not going to let themselves go physically. No, no, you can't, you can't <laughs> predict that because physical injury, like you like can get a guy signs, uh, like I will never go bald and you can get some kind of like, you know, I will love a guy if he gets like, I think I could love a guy that could be, become a totally not recognizable version of himself. Like I want to get old with someone and like see their saggy body. Like it's not about that at all. It's about I wonder if you see feeling it when you get older. emotionally loved. Like when you grow with someone and you get real old, like well, do you see them when they're younger? Or do you see them as their actual? Like, I think you see them as they self? are, but you know what I will say, Noah, I was like the last person I was like really falling for the person I fell in love with before I like admitted to myself, I was like in love. I was I think early on when I first met this person, I was like on their Instagram and I saw this, like they put their face in the old age app. Do you remember that app? Unfortunately, that made yeah. everyone look like, yeah, women didn't put their face in it because it was, if you saw that image, it'd be like bird box. You would just walk in front of a fucking train yes. immediately. If you saw what you would look like in 50 years, but men, he posted his on his Instagram. And I, at first when I, before I knew him and was in love with him, I was just like, I don't want to see that. Uh, no, I don't want to see like this old, like he looked fucking old and not, like he looks like an old man the app wasn't even on (laughs) it was just a filterless photo it was just bad lighting but then when i was in love with him i went back and i looked at that photo and i was like zooming in on it being like i want to fucking wipe this guy when he looks like this and he's in a bed like i want to like i love this old man like i was turned on by this and that's what love can do like that's i understand love now it's like initially when I looked at this guy and I was just like, I think he's cute. I was just like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see him old. Like, I don't need to. And it was like repulsive. This other time I was literally zooming in on an age spot being like, I want to kiss that like disgusting age spot on his, you know, wrinkly flabby chin. It's beautiful. It's like, and that's because of that. I feel safe knowing that I, I, for, for the first time in my life, am like, I don't, when I, I, the other day I saw some really bad pictures of myself that I was like, wow, I look a lot older than I thought I was, you know, just one of those, which I'm not saying I look old, but it was just bad lighting. And it just showed my age in a way that I haven't seen in a while, which happens. I'm an aging woman. This, it's not a bad thing, but I saw the truth and I was so sad for a second. And then I was like, it doesn't matter because the person out there that's going to love me does it will never look at that picture and be like, ew, she's disgusting. And if they do, like they'll I just know now that love that I don't need to have good looks to So you're gonna be to married be lovable. For two years, but you're gonna die old with someone. I mean, then I'm gonna have a bunch of birds and hang out with all my girlfriends in a uh, What if the bird goes, You're Spanish old villa. You're old, lady. Well, do you do you think that you could love someone who gets wrinkly and old? Like, have you felt that kind of love where you're like, I want to grow old with them? Like, you know, the wedding singer song. I do think the older I get, the more I I I appreciate women for their flaws as well as like looking great. Like I do like, you know, and by flaws I mean one armpit hair. 
Um, yes. No, but like, no, but like, I honestly do. Like, I do think you take I'm her maturing. out in the sunlight. Like you I go, said, let me yes. see your armpit hairs, and then your mom goes, Andrew. That's you- four of them. <laughs> no, I told you my pussy palate is getting uh, more mature. My my. He uh, told me this yesterday. My skin palate, yes, my seeing the face, pat like uh, age spots. When all my palates will mature. Yeah, ankle hair used to be like if you saw a bunch of hairs on a girl's ankle, you used to be like, ugh. But that's early on. Once you really love someone, you're like. You can open up the flaw. Yeah. It's like box. leg hair on a girl that you like, you don't get turned off by. I'm like, I'm not going to fuck you because you're a tarantula. I'm going to fuck you because you are a tarantula. Right. I just, I didn't know. I've, oh, I felt that way with my ex-boyfriend where I like loved when he didn't look the greatest. Like I still loved him. It was like, I don't care if you're 20 pounds overweight and he felt the same way about me, but I just really know now that like I don't need my looks to survive. Like I feel That's like great. my career is good enough. How's like that I feel? can I can put on enough makeup to look serviceable. It feels freeing. I mean, yeah. all of this is connected to the workout classes, the not overeating, all of this accepting my body. And like there are days I am a skinny woman. I'm not saying because there are probably some fat people listening, and I do say that in just the term that fat, I, fat acceptance movement is like people like to be called fat. Like they're like, yeah, I'm fat. So they're probably fat people listening, being like easy for you to say, because I'm trying my best. And cause I could, this is the way my body wants to be. Like, this is the way my body's meant to be. I get my period. Everything is working in order. And I'm lucky for me that the, the way my body is, is the way that the industry rewards of like a lanky lady. So, but I know that as I get older, I see, yesterday I was looking at it, sorry, no, I'm going to get to the next story, but yesterday, and I know women relate to this, I was looking at a picture of, God, who was it that used to be the, t- if you ever look at like, oh, the yeah. tiniest, like two oh, actors. Stevie Nicks, okay, oh. I, you know, I've been watching that Stevie Nicks video that you all watched, she's probably a size 12, 14, as a 50-something-year-old woman when she sang Silver Springs in 1997, which, that's a, that's the way her body probably should be, Right. But in 19th, there's a picture of her in 1982. She is a size negative 18 zeros. Like so Abercrombie 0000 wouldn't have fit this woman in the 70s. And I look at that and I go, Nikki, whatever weight you are at 36, like you are not going to stay this way. Like it's not, it's, you're not going to be a Kelly Ripa because I'm not going to do those workout classes. I'm not going to starve myself the rest of my life to maintain a body of a 28 year old when I'm 57. I'm not going to be JLo. Yeah, but and what do you say to people that are... That's okay. There are 60-year-old men, there's 70-year-old that are like in amazing shape that are actually in better shape than when they were 45. There like, are those people that are naturally like more muscular people. My dad is one of those people. People think my dad works out all the time. He does like, you know, 20 push-ups a day. That's not the same as going to an 800-calorie spinning class every day. I'm just saying that I think like Stevie Nicks, if... I'm not saying that you should like only work on like your uh whatever your body should be but like i think like the idea of like oh i'm just gonna be out of shape because i'm older you don't you don't be out of shape but you gotta as a woman when you stop when you stop being uh when you get older you get a flat long ass you get a fupa that's like this you know your middle school teacher's big belly that looks like she's pregnant you get that you get saggy hips your arm skin starts to sag these are unavoidable and i'm i'm bring them on i honestly i will i think i will for the first time in my life i'll be okay when i start really decaying as a as a a body should we read the really quick because and and i could i could get some autoimmune disease that makes me gain a hundred pounds over the next six months. And although I don't want that, if I got that, because there are people out there with that right now that are listening that are like, there's nothing I can do. I have a, what's it called? A thyroid condition that makes me fat. 
you even there's i could be happy being fat if that's what my body yeah. wanted to be yeah and people like find fat very it would attractive. Be very hard like, for me because i'm not pretending it's not because society treats fat people so differently and that would be hard for me but i am getting better about like aging and like i was talking to emil about it because emil's 23 and we were talking about um like hotness and he was like but the thing is nikki he was like he made the point he was like women you should only compare yourself to like other women your age like if you're hot for your age and i go no that's not what women are told he goes i look at women like oh she's hot for her age i don't compare like a a hot 40 year old to a hot 20 year old and i go we do women do women are constantly looking at 20 year olds being like i need to look at that when i liked the way that emil looked at it and i didn't know people even looked at it that way yeah i i agree with emil guys break it up in category like that that's why there's you know mills and then but okay so if i'm a hot 40 year old okay i'm sorry to get off to, we gotta so get if you're to, a hot 40 year old you're a party, decent so, 22 so you, 23 so you're a guy <laughs> let's pretend we don't know each other you're a guy that's 30 you're 41 right and i'm a 43 year old woman who is probably an eight for a 43 like top of the game 40 let's say nine like pretty hot for a 43 year old woman and then there is a 20 year old woman or a 25 year old woman who is an eight for a 25 year old you're gonna go for the 25 year old why as me that's where i I think your thing breaks down because no one's gonna go I'm actually going to go for the, is this where personality comes in? I think men are always going to choose younger. Well, I think you answered what I was going to say. Are you talking to the person? Are you having conversations? No, the 25-year-old doesn't know how to talk yet. Well, she then, talks in TikToks. That's kind of hot, though, too. She talks in little dances. This kinda, is me being just like an out-of-touch old millennial. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I you know. I, she talks like this, the TikTok voice that everyone uses. What if all little, like... Gen X's talked like this. I am so tired yeah. of this voice on TikToks. And what's the 40-year-old voice sound like? Oh, well, hey, boys, <laughs> gather around and look at my pube. It sounds like your mom and every every impression Andrew does, whether it's his nephews. Do your nephews. <laughs> hey, I'm over here. Do your dad. Hey, I'm over here. No, your dad is not that. Your dad is, ah, it's hey. the same voice. Hey, Drew, Drew, And Drew. then do your mom. Drew, I am... I'm so tired. It's it's all the same person. I swear to God, they're all your nephew. They're all fun. You changed it. Okay, next story. Do we want to say the divorce like real quick, like all yeah. six of them? Okay. They want satisfying careers and marriages. They become frustrated with men who resist change as they marry men for their potential. They're unwilling to accept unhappy relationships. Men believe that they have more to lose than women in a divorce. Women are quicker to consult a lawyer, and women are more observant of red flags in relationships with I, men. I, I had a friend yesterday who I haven't seen in a while, and I found out she got divorced, and I wasn't able to do it, but usually I almost did it, but it was like a work call, so I was uncomfortable, and it was in front of other people, but when I do talk to her, she was like, Nikki, I don't know if you know, but I got divorced. And I usually go congratulations to people who've got divorced because I think it is the hardest thing to do and it's brave to do. But I mean, the first one you said about men not... This is what this is happening in so many of my friends' relationships. Careers and, and marriages. And not just men. They... These they these girls marry men because they're like, oh my God, he's successful and he has all these things. And then the women keep working on themselves and then over... Then they become fantastic and the men stay the same because the men don't really work on themselves as much as women. That's why if you have a wife or a boyfriend that's working on themselves, you better work on yourself too because they're going to get better and they're... Because they want to earn you and then they're going to get better than you because you're not doing anything. Also, if you meet a guy who's, right, Noah? who's older and you're attracted to him because he's more powerful in the dynamic, whether it's business or like just 
you know, uh, in your life, you're eventually going to keep maturing and he's going to become less powerful and it's going to not turn That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, you, unless he's working on himself too and getting better too, you're bo- you both got to work on each other. If you're with someone that isn't working on themselves and you're working on yourself, you're eventually going to end. It's unless you give that guy an ultimatum or that girl an ultimatum that says, if you don't go to therapy soon or at least look into it, you don't need to solve it. But if you don't start working on yourself like I am, I, I I will leave, and here's the date that I will leave. If you don't but have a plan, in place. are they talking about financial potential? Then I mean, because no, I mean, whole, yeah, like, I mean, like if a guy has been unemployed forever and is not working hard enough to find a job, if you don't start actually working hard enough to find a job in three months at this date, I am leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving the house, and so it gives him an ultimatum. That's easier said than done. Uh, let's get to why do I care? Why do I uh, care? Oh, all right. Why do you care? A Rod, Alex Rodriguez is reportedly shocked by the photos of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck in Montana and has been reaching out to make it work. Yeah, I'm sure he is spiraling. I am so excited about Ben and Jen, <laughs> Benifer, getting back together. It is, I was looking at all these pictures yesterday. They were caught getting on a private plane together. I guess they're going out to Montana. They are, all the pictures of them when they were, back, when they were together back in the late 90s, early 2000s, whenever it was, so hot. They are... I'm excited for that. Now, do you think that maybe something was going down because no. Affleck broke up with his girlfriend as well? Do you think they were maybe talking? Maybe there was an email I think exchange? I always talked. And yes. And I think there's nothing wrong <laughs> you if really you're in a dying relationship. I don't think there's... If you're in a relationship where you're not getting your needs met and you're not married, I don't find anything wrong with putting it out there and being like, who's out there for me to fuck because I'm about to get out of this? My, I know that sounds terrible and you're like, Nikki, that's cheating. Well, some people need a fucking lily pad, but they're a little frog and they need a lily pad to jump onto before they take a leap. You need a lily pad and it's probably not going to be the one, but I, so I what do you say though? Like, let's say you were maybe, JLo yeah. and you were, you're unhappy with A-Rod because you think maybe he's, he's might be cheating or whatever. And so you write an email to Ben Affleck who used to be your Here's boyfriend. What, do. what do you, what no, do you, what do you I write? I say to A-Rod, I'm getting the suspicion that you're pulling away and being more distant. I think there's something that's going on. If we don't address this soon, it's going to, I, I want to get ahead of this because I want to be with you. But if I didn't want to be with them and I felt them pulling away, I would just tell them. But at the same time, it, that's some, sometimes it's just hard to do that. And I think, I just remember my therapist giving me, like when I was talking about a boyfriend that I wanted to like possibly break up with, she was like, I know you, Nikki, you're never going to leave him until you find a, cr- you have a crush on someone else. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm actively making out with someone else or going on dates or sneaking around. It means I see, I feel a spark with someone else and that will get you to leave. And I told that to my friend the other night that was talking about leaving her boyfriend. I was like, she was like, I just don't know. I just, and I go, I know you're never going to leave him. It's going to, you need to just start looking around because the second you feel a little bit of like, I can have a crush on this person. You'll be able to cut loose. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You don't need to cheat on him. You just need to feel the spark of hope that there could be someone else. Because that's why so many people don't leave is because they don't think there could be someone else. How do you feel that spark though without being... Um, so, but my point though is like, how do you a reach flirt? out to Ben Affleck? You you write him an email, say or a text, be like, "Hey, I yeah, saw hey, a, yeah, a photo um, congratulations of you on this movie you did. Your relapse, yeah. Hey, I miss you. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. I loved that. I you know I wrote on Ben Affleck's. Um, I commented on his Instagram. How'd that go? I saw a picture. Uh, he did a, a Mother's Day post for Jennifer Garner with all these pictures of oh, her being a recent. good mother. Yeah, the other day Sunday. 
and I wrote um, co-parenting goals because it was sweet because he was saying like he was singing the birds but I almost wrote I had it drafted but I was a little bit high and I didn't want I don't ever want to like write a comment that I'm taking a <laughs> chance on when I'm high even though it was a chance to even comment on Ben Affleck's because I have a blue check mark and those things get like shot up pretty quick in someone's comments I didn't go back and look at it though but I wrote um, I wanted to write uh, it's it's nice to see the other I was like I wanted to say something about um, it's nice to see the other side of your relationship other than the one I some version of other than the one I scroll through late at night on the daily mail where you guys are dropping your kids off at swim practice outside and you have a casual conversation while you're holding onto a, a, a fence they're always like looking through a fence at their kids playing baseball and they're kind of having like casual chit chat and she's always wearing like amazing jeans that make her butt look so good and i'm like oh my god she like probably knew she's gonna see her ex-husband and like wanted to look like cute. but i always see them meeting up to eating exchange a hot the kids. dog without the bun at the game? <laughs> yeah. <she just laughs> I mean, I I just thought it was really sweet. I love when parents are able to get along after they split up. But and whether I or not like, it, it's a, a, a... Yeah, I think like... We, we got to get to we, a Reddit dump. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, no worries. What were you going to say? No, no, no. It's not that important, honestly. I was just going to say that like you seem to like... You've gotten back with an ex a lot. Yeah. So like this kind of in a way, make, give you hope. Not to get with an ex, but that... Uh, an I ex love the idea of like be... 17 years later, you're like, we we had sexual chemistry 17 years ago. I'm J-Lo. I still look... I look 17 years younger than I probably did then. I'm aging backwards. You're still hot. You got a new tattoo I want to check out. We have a lot to catch up on. That is amazing that you already have this chemistry with someone. I you don't think J-Lo it. does seven spin classes a week? Oh, she does. She's definitely <laughs> addicted to working out and probably isn't as happy as we all think she is. But that's for me to project and for you to believe. All right. So now it's time for Reddit dump. Uh, I saved a bunch of things this week on my Reddit account. That is a private account that I use and I comment on things. And... Um, and I never want you to find out who I am, but I save a lot of cool stuff on Reddit and I want to share some of it with you. Um, I liked this one. I, it's from, uh, here's a vegan one. I sometimes save good vegan messaging. This is from the subreddit vegan. And the title is some people are so skeptical of trying vegan food. Uh, oh, it's a quote from a guy named Christopher Eubanks. I don't know who this is, but will you read that quote of his? And tell me what you think about it as a, a non-vegan. Cause I think it's, some people are so skeptical of trying vegan food. They act like it's made out of dead animals. I like that. That cuts through the core of like, people are like, ew, be like when someone goes, I'm not going to eat hummus. It's ew. like, you know, like people that are just like meats for life. And they're like, it's so cool. And by the way, Christopher Eubanks is an American professional tennis player. Uh, okay. So he's a 25 year old tennis player, six, seven. Damn. And he's a vegan, very fit, very athletic. Um, and he said that, but I just love, someone made a point of like, 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 you know, guys that are like barbecues life are like, hummus is gross. And then you're like, do you want this bean dip for your, for Super Bowl Sunday? And they're like, yeah. And it's like, hummus is bean dip, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but it's, it's gay bean dip. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's seven layer deep. Now that's manly, but hummus dip. Yes. Gay. And then, but I just love that people, whenever people are, are trying to argue that vegan food is gross, it's like, your food is made out of literal dead animals. It's so disgusting. And I just, yeah. But I used to eat meat, so I don't judge. Whatever. Um, this but, is r an interesting one. I Today, do think, though, with meat, like, 
no one lets their brain go there ever like if you let your brain go to them actually cutting the fucking well that's the thing i let my brain go there why does anyone want to live in denial my other night i told my mom to watch the octopus teacher because you said you watched it and i go did it make you not want to want eat octopus and you go it made me not want to eat any animal and i go great everyone needs to see that then i don't need to see it i'm already sold i don't want to see how much octopuses feel so that i feel sadder when i walk past a sushi restaurant than i already do like i'm already doing my part but i want my mom to the other night i went i go mom andrew watch octopus teacher let's watch it because my mom loves a 3.99 octopus salad from deerberg's in the (laughs) in the gross food section she buys like discount octopus salad she's or squid salad i love a good squid salad nikki i'm so excited to go to greece to eat squid and i go watch octopus teacher mom andrew said he can't eat octopus anymore because of it or maybe any 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 animal. i can fucking octopus now i'll yeah, tell you that because it has feelings and it can yeah and it has all note. those suctions yeah, yeah you can and develop an emotional relationship with an octopus yeah now we yeah. know that because they're brilliant but my mom goes nikki i don't want to watch that because i want to enjoy octopus and i go isn't that sad that you know there's information out there that would make it impossible for you to eat an octopus because you would see it as something of what it is. The truth is out there, yet you're in denial. You're just as bad as the Trump voters that you pretend to loathe so much that are in denial about climate change and about how, how much of a sociopathic narciss- narcissist he is. You are, you are not you're not exposing yourself to information. You're watching the Fox News of eating by not exposing yourself to the truth of animal suffering. And that to me made me really sad that people, I don't need to watch factory farm footage to be convinced to not eat cows. I know what happens because I read a paragraph about it because I don't want to see it. So if you don't want to see it, you could read about the stuff and maybe, maybe unlock something in your brain that makes it impossible for you to do that. Why would that be so bad? Because you like octopus salad so much or you like calamari so much? Get over yourself. Okay, this is the cutest thing from Reddit dump. This is, I found in uh, the subreddit next fucking level, it's called. And it's just like great videos. So the subreddit next fucking level, it says six-year-old helps manage four-year-old brother who is about to have a whole tantrum. His six-year-old helps manage four-year-old brother's breathing so he could calm down. And his four-year-old brother was about to have a tantrum. So watch this little boy. It's hard to read headlines. Well, especially when an idiot writes them for a subreddit. Not when Don't call Noah that. No. The, the, the headlines you read are literally headlines written by like professional journalists and you can't figure them out. She but, got hit on her head at the concert. Okay. Isn't that so cute? Okay, so what we just watched is that there's a little boy who's, like I said, six, and with his little brother, the the four-year-old was about to, like, scream and cry, and the six-year-old boy just said breathe in and breathe out breathe in and breathe out and the little boy the little boy is talking to is shaking his arm like i want to cry and he goes listen focus breathe in and breathe out and you can tell the mom is like secretly videotaping this from like the where they don't know that they're watching and the little boy calms down the little boy and um calm me down and i was reading through this the comments and it said 
hopefully this four-year-old will be doing that to others in two years time so like hopefully the little boy learned and then uh, 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 someone else commented i'm a pre-k teacher and this is a strategy that we teach to the kids we have an entire curriculum devoted to teaching social emotional issues my students can identify anxiety sadness frustration anger etc they're able to help peers calm down they give reminders to each other about the rules to ensure no one gets in trouble they are able to comfort comfort peers when they're sad they're also in full inclusion classroom meaning half of the class has special needs i mean these kids are learning compassion and coping mechanisms for stress which they need more than ever because they're a generation that is going to be tethered to their phones which you know keeps them from actually interacting with people it was just so sweet to see this like can you yeah, imagine you if can, when we are upset, I just go, Andrew, deep breath. And like, that would help. We should do that for Stop being a pussy. Yeah. Stop taking shits in the green, my green room. Yeah. Yeah. Yelling you. <laughs> so Final true, thought. Like, I think I, I do. Uh, I think like when you look at your phone, like you could go like an hour with looking at your phone and you won't even know that you were breathing. Like you're not concentrated on your breathing. Yep. You're not concentrated on yourself at all. You're just outward thing looking. Yes. So like that. So that generation, you know, they're constantly trying to stimulate their mind instead of like sitting there and just breathing. Well, we don't know what to do. It we don't have just any, turn it off. I oh was, yeah, I don't know how I to was do just, it either. Last night I was in bed and I literally did the same thing. I go all of a sudden something clicked in my head that was like focus on your breathing, and mm-hmm. I did, and I was able to calm down from this state that was like so just tumbling forward and this were you in bed or were you pacing i was in bed thinking about everything i have to do today of like okay i'm not gonna have that figured out for that meeting in time i'm gonna have to push that how am i gonna get to that i have to actually curl my hair before i go to theo's podcast and i want to look hot so i'm gonna do my makeup in the car but maybe i won't have time like and then i just was like all of these are thoughts literally just Pay attention to your, to your breathing for one second because whenever I do the Sam Harris meditation, he always goes, for the next 10 minutes, you if there's nothing you need to do. Everything can wait. Literally just be in this moment. And there t- you can do that for 10 seconds at a time of like, for the next 10 seconds, I can just put those thoughts away. Just like take a fucking vacation in my head and just focus on my breathing as long as you can. And it really helps. It's so hard I mean, to remember. We were talking about it yesterday about going to a place of pure bliss in your life so like oh yeah Neil and your taught brain me. and your brain will literally go it will experience that again like so let's say you hit a home run when you were in little league or or you uh met the love of your life or whatever really take yourself take your brain to that exact moment of when you felt absolute bliss and your brain is smart enough to relive that really again like yeah. the exact moment and i tried it and uh, yeah, it did, like it did. Like I thought about like coming out to a theater, one of our theater shows, and the crowd going nuts. Really? Because it's hard to like. I can't believe how many shows we did in front of so many people that were so happy, and and you forget all of that. I literally would never conjure that image to bring me happiness. I, I don't know, ever let that why? in in the moment. Well, it's funny because I was watching porn last night and it's the same thing. <laughs> I, I Let me just compare the two. Like, I like how you go to that as your memory of like something that makes you feel like alive and good. Because for me, mine would be like being in bed with someone I love or like being with friends where I like, I'm like, oh my God, my best friends are all here. We're just like in this beautiful beach having a picnic. Like it'd be like one of those moments, even though the moments where I rock out to a screaming crowd I do feel those moments, but those aren't for me the ones that I would conjure to put me in a good space. But everyone to each their own. Like yesterday I was watching porn and I was watching this girl get um, DP'd. And I, I'm, try- I'm not trying to say this just to bring up porn, but this is really the same exact thought I had. 
And I was, yeah, so I was watching that and <laughs> this girl was getting it in a way that I was like, that would feel crazy. Like that would feel like in, if that happened to me, I'd be like, how did I get, how did I do get myself a, to do this? At a friend's picnic. Yeah, how did I, <laughs> how did I have so many black friends? Um, how did I, like, I would be like, for me, that's goals. I don't know that I'll ever be in a situation where I'll be in a gangbang, but it's something that I would like to possibly entertain in my life someday, which is like a weird thing to say, but it's just true. And I'm not trying to be, I don't want people to DM me about it. I just, this is just something that like, I think I like, I, I watch enough gangbangs that it's like, there's part of me that's like, I could maybe do this. Like, this isn't like me watching baseball as like a, a fat old man being like, oh, my days are like, oh, that'd be great. Like, I could do that. That's within, like, there's yes. sex clubs and stuff. So, right? So, I'm watching this, and this girl is getting, like, the best, what I would consider, if you're some a girl who likes that kind of thing, this would be the ideal situation, and she's having it on camera, and she seems very comfortable with herself, but she is not enjoying, her enjoyment is fake. I can tell it's fake. It's, like, it's honestly, sometimes when I don't, when I'm depressed, and I walk out to screaming fans, and I'm, like, it doesn't, I, I can maybe, like, see it, and but I can't feel it. I can't let it in. Like I'm not actually coming quote unquote from that, but I understand that it's something that not a lot of people get to experience. And I'm like, wow, and I'm grateful, but I'm not like feeling it. And this girl was not feeling it. I could tell she wasn't actually like coming. And this was like the best scenario ever. I was like, God, if this was a different girl, like I would DP in front of 10 strangers. No, like that. <laughs> the, the position she was in, the guys she was with, the, what they were saying, how they were treating her, everything was perfect. Yeah. The way that she didn't seem to be like in pain. Like a lot of these gangbang things, it's like, they're getting so many holes filled that it's like, well, it seems like to be in pain. performing. It's not perfect. It's, but then the I went and found a girl who actually was like enjoying it and letting it in. Like it would be like someone watching me on stage if I was like not letting it in and then going to watch you and they're like, actually, I want to watch. I'm watching this because I want to imagine what it's like to walk out to a crowd and enjoy it. Probably someone wouldn't enjoy watching me as much as they would enjoy watching you if that's the feeling they're trying to get out of it. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I'm jaded by it. This girl is like me in terms of porn of like, yeah, I can walk out in front of thousands of people and I'm not letting it in as much. I will perform as well and I will give a, a performance that is top rated on blackdraw.com but for people like me who are watching it pretending to be that girl and wanting to be that girl and not just watching it to jerk off it's not going to give me the same joy as it would be as a guy that wants to be a comic and walk out in front of a crowd and goes maybe I'll never live that someday I would rather watch Andrew because that he seems to be really letting it in well here's the thing I think on this tour coming up I think that could be a goal of yours again to fall in love with what you do so well and what you really were in you do this because when you very first started, it wasn't, it was really, you loved it, right? Like you love. Oh, no, it's not ever been about, it's not the same for us, you and me. I'm not saying, I'm not And it never was, us. it was never that though. It was never what you experience when you walk out stage for me. Of like, oh my God, I can't believe all these people like me. For me, it's like, how did I trick all these people to liking me? I'm going to try my that. best and like that. do a magic trick for these people. And hopefully they won't ask for their money back. And it's not because I don't respect my crowd. I like do more than anything. But for me, I am performing. I'm at the Olympics. I'm like performing a, a vault routine. I am not like... And a lot of times I am having fun with the vault routine, but essentially I am trying to stay on that balance beam the whole time. I'm not like, whoa, I can't believe I'm at the Olympics. And I would like to maybe do that more. You're right. You seem like that the last, the last, yeah, a couple nights nights ago. ago. Maybe I take this all back. Maybe I do feel it. But for the MTV (laughs) awards, 
I am not going to. Be, no, I don't think I'm going to be like. I'm finally hosting a thing. That's porn. I'm going to be like. I can't wait till this is over and I can go to my Spanish villa and hang out with all my friends and take a fucking breath and not do anything tomorrow, even though I've booked a ton of stuff for the next day, even though I was trying not to. But that's porn. <laughs> the MTV show. That's porn where you're performing for. But yeah, stand up should be for yourself. I know. Like I want to get to a place where I'm the girl yes. in the second porn I watch where I'm actually feeling yes. the dicks inside me, a.k.a. the claps and the uh, admiration and the laughter. But uh, if but any but I really do feel like a girl who just showed up on set and is like, do they know I've never done DP before? But I have. I mean, I haven't, but I will. OK, well, I that's the that show today. You. Thank you so much for uh, listening. And um, we love you. We love you. Keep sending in your voicemails. Andrew cannot stop going through them. Send I in listen your to them in my ear so Nikki doesn't hear them. I'll put them close to my ear and I'll be I'll just be smirking. He shares smirk. some, you share them with me, but I try to keep them for listener mail, the good ones, so that we can hear them fresh on air. And I don't, uh, you know, it's better when uh, you get my natural a quick reaction. shout out to that guy that said fatigue? Yeah, I already said Fatigu. Oh, hey, what's okay. up, Fatigu? Thank you so much for writing in that you, you, well, I would do want to say in fifth grade, Tyler Schoonover was reading um, a passage in fifth grade and it, the, the line was, and the crowd filled with applause and he read and the crowd filled with applesauce so <laughs> i can't wait to accept all the applesauce i get from you guys when you go to see me on tour this summer <laughs> nickylazer.com slash tour for tickets coming to so many freaking cities i'll see you out there we'll see you on the show tomorrow thanks for listening um uh <laughs> looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I 
see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.